0: is Diagnosis Glaucoma with your hosts, Dr. Mona Colleen
1: and Dr. Harry Quigley.
0: Hello again. As you've heard us say before, glaucoma is characterized by a decline in peripheral vision first, and that occurs before the central vision, but both peripheral and central vision can be affected. The mainstay of measuring the peripheral vision and the mid peripheral vision is by visual field testing. The visual field is part of our vision It's our side vision. It's what you need to drive safely, walk effectively, be mobile, and to perform many other daily functions. We refer to the testing that we do for visual fields as perimetry.
1: Perimetry is because we're measuring things around the perimeter, meaning around the side. But as Mona said, it's the mid-periphery that we're actually measuring most, not the most extreme place way, way out to the side, because that's the last thing involved in glaucoma and also because it's very hard to measure. So what is it we're doing with perimetry? And if you are a glaucoma patient, you already know that the thing you hate most about every visit to the doctor is when they give you the visual field test. It's when you go in the dark room, the technician patches one eye, and you're asked to put your head in a bowl, a machine with a bowl of a dimly illuminated place, and you have to press a button every time a light appears. And the worst part about it is, You're trying to tell us what you can see, not when you're looking at the object, but when you're looking straight ahead and the object is over to the side somewhere, peering and disappearing when you don't know where it's going to be. And the light's appearing in various locations. In fact, in our standard test, we're testing 55 locations. So it takes probably four or five minutes to test each eye. Why are we doing that? Because we want to know If you have lost any sensitivity in local areas of your mid peripheral vision, that's what glaucoma does. So this is the test that tells us first, do you have glaucoma? It tells us second, is your glaucoma doing well or is it getting worse?
0: There are different types of perimetry that we measure. One is called static and another is called kinetic. So static is the most common one that we do. You may have heard of something called a Humphrey visual field test or an octopus field test. Those are the two most common ones that are done in clinic. Basically there's a stimulus and it's stationary and it varies in the light intensity. The way of measuring your kinetic perimetry is when there's a stimulus of a fixed light intensity but it moves around. And we can do that with a machine called a Goldman or we can also just do it with our hands. So when you come in for your appointments, either the doctor or maybe the technician will ask you to look at a certain point and then they'll take their hand or an object and move it from an area of your peripheral vision that is a non-seeing part to a seeing part to try to determine when or at one point you can see their hand or their object.
1: For the more detailed tests that we really use in glaucoma, we measure the visual field test either once a year or twice a year or if we're really concerned that someone might be getting worse, we might even do the test every three or four months. Now, the test involves, as Mona said, seeing a dim light on an even dimmer background. And it's a very challenging test. And the reason that the static perimetry test is challenging is that we're trying to find out what kind of dim light you can see half the time. That means that you're gonna miss some of the lights. In fact, the way the machine is designed It takes it up to what you can just barely see, and then it shows you something it knows you can't see. And of course, if you don't respond, that's the right thing to do. You don't respond when the light's not on. But then it comes back to where you can see the light again. So what it's doing is dancing on either side of what's called the threshold. Well, that's very, very challenging, and it's why the test always seems so hard. And in fact, it's why patients say to us, as soon as they finish the test and come into the doctor's exam room, well, I know I just failed that test or I know I'm going blind from my glaucoma because I did so bad on the test today. You will always do badly a third of the time because that's how it's designed. It tells us how well you can do.
0: The first time that you do one of these tests, it might seem kind of frustrating. You might get kind of confused on the instructions. So oftentimes we'll repeat the visual field test a few times spread over a short period of time. For me personally, I'll get three visual field tests and I'll spread them by a certain time period. For some patients, it's every three months and I'll get one every three months. And then for other patients, I'll do it every six months, three times, so that I can get a good baseline and so that you can kind of get your jitters out and learn how to take the field test better. Usually I find that the first or the second field tests are kind of poor quality. And by the third time you're taking it, you've really mastered it and you know the instructions pretty well.
1: If the doctor you see is doing things the way we do it at Wilmer, we can show you the results of your visual field test on a screen in the office as we're discussing the progress of your disease. And when the doctor shows you that, you'll see a crosshair, like a gun crosshair, that's the center where you're looking straight ahead. And outside the middle of that crosshair, you'll see often dark areas if the test is abnormal. Those dark areas are a piece of very sophisticated software, and the machine has in it records of hundreds and hundreds of people who didn't have glaucoma who also did this test, and you're being compared to those people at each of the points in the field test. So if a point in the field test appears abnormal, it's black, and the blacker it looks on the screen, the less your sensitivity is. Now that doesn't mean you're blind in that spot. It simply means that you're not as good as you might be if you were like everybody else your age. Not only do we have the age-related data in there, but we have how much people vary from test to test. And if your test is apparently getting worse, we have to be sure that it isn't just getting a little bit variable, but is actually going downhill. So there's some really sophisticated statistics that are part of the test that tell us what's just random variation and what is unfortunately somebody who is getting worse compared to their original set of tests that Mona was talking about.
0: An area on the visual field test that shows up dark gray or black is called a scotoma. And that's an area where you don't have that good peripheral vision. You have some kind of a defect or loss there. And there are variations in how that might look For some people, it might be a few boxes that are partially gray. For others, it might be many boxes that are black. And you should talk to your doctor about, well, first of all, if you have a scotoma, and where the scotoma is, and how could that be affecting the way that you live your life?
1: It's an interesting thing that we hear a lot, and that is, well, doctor, you just showed me that visual field test, and there's a big black spot. But when I look over here at you, I don't see any big black area. There's nothing missing. Why don't I see the scotoma that you're talking about? And one of the main reasons for that is that we test your eyes in the visual field test one eye at a time, but you live your life with both eyes open. And if you, like most of us, even like like most glaucoma patients, if you have reasonable vision in each eye, one eye might have an area of poor sensitivity, but the other eye is looking out at the world and seeing that same spot. And when that information from each eye gets up into your brain, your brain says, I'm not missing anything because I saw it on the left eye, even though the right eye has that poor sensitivity area. It's when both eyes simultaneously are missing or have poor sensitivity in the same area that somebody begins to have the quality of their life affected. It's when they're bumping into kitchen cabinet doors that they didn't see. It's when they're stumbling on stairs and curbs that they didn't see because they have poor sensitivity in both eyes in the looking down position.
0: If your doctor is following you for glaucoma and you don't have a scotoma, that's actually a good thing. But it doesn't mean that you couldn't get one later on. The damage that affects the optic nerve can take months to years to catch up to your peripheral vision. So you may have nerve damage, but it may not be affecting your vision just yet.
1: If we look at 100 patients in the course of a month and their visual field tests, what we'll see is that among those who have glaucoma and they're being treated, in the course of a year, only about 4% of those persons will get worse during the course of that year. So most of you are going to have visual field tests and you're going to have the good news from your doctor. That's great. Everything is stable. Stable is how we win with glaucoma because the loss of vision occurs because a nerve cell or groups of nerve cells have died. And at the moment, we have no way of putting them back. So your visual field test is never gonna legitimately get better. Our job and your hope is that it's never gonna get worse.
0: And I do wanna point out that a scotoma cannot get better, quote unquote. We get asked those questions a lot. Hey doc, there's this black area. I'm taking all my eye drops. Is that gonna go away? And unfortunately, again, the answer is no, but we hope it doesn't get worse. Now, there are some instances where that scotoma or the dark area actually does get better. And that's because the defect was not really due to glaucoma. It was due to something else like artifact. For example, if you have droopy eyelids, then there could be an artifact from your eyelid. And if we tape your eyelids up for the visual field test, then that area will go away and your visual field test may look normal. There are other kinds of artifacts that we look for, and your doctor, especially if they're a glaucoma specialist, will be able to discern the differences between a that's from glaucoma and something that is just artifact. And if there's something on your field that looks suspicious and it doesn't quite correlate with the rest of your examination, it's a good idea to repeat the visual field test again.
1: One of the questions that frequently comes up is um, driver's license rules, and we do have state laws that vary from each state in the United States as to whether your visual field test being abnormal, does that disqualify you for getting a driver's license? You'll want to talk to your doctor about whether or not in the state in which you live, certain kinds of loss of side vision, which have to be pretty extreme to lose your license, but whether certain kinds of visual field damage should really lead you to rethink whether you're safe driving or not.
0: Let's go over some instructions on how to do the test. Well, when you go to your eye doctor, they'll walk you over to the visual field test machine. And as we mentioned, there are several different kinds. You'll be given a clicker or something to press and you'll look straight ahead at a target. You'll be asked to hit that clicker every time you see a flicker of light from the side of your eye. In order to perform well on the test, a couple of tips are, well, number one, you wanna make sure that you sleep well the night before. You should also wear your glasses or contact lenses on the day of your visual field test. In case you forget them, it's okay. We can do something where we add lenses to the machine to correct your refractive error. You'll want to be in a quiet room away from distractions. So if when you're doing the test, you find that it's very noisy, please tell the technician to stop it and to start it over again in a quieter, less distracting environment. Each eye will be tested separately So make sure that your eye is completely covered. No peeking is allowed here. Look through the machine at that central target and press the clicker again whenever you see that flicker of light. It takes anywhere from two to five minutes per eye to do this test. And even though it can be considered a boring test, it's really important for monitoring glaucoma.
1: Think of it as the way in which you know for the next six months after your visit that you're doing fine. That's the reassuring part of a visual field test. There is a fine point about the test in that we at Wilmer almost always test not only your mid-peripheral vision, but also right in the center. And during that one portion of about 30 seconds to a minute of the test, you actually are allowed to look straight at the little light to see if you can detect it right in the center. So that's called the foveal test, and it helps us to see whether or not the part of your vision that you do your reading with is being affected. Sometimes patients want to help us with how better to do the visual field test. And one patient said to me, you know, doctor, I noticed that when the machine is about to present the light, there's a humming noise. It turns out that's the motor that's driving the light to be moving from one position to the other. And the patient said, why why does the thing make noise? Don't you think that gives patients a clue that the light's about to be presented? And the answer actually is that sometimes it makes the noise, but it doesn't show a light. And that's called a catch trial to see whether or not You're actually reliably giving the answer. But the company did actually design a version of the machine that made absolutely no noise at all. They thought, oh, yeah, that noise shouldn't be being made because it's cueing the patient as to what's going on. Well, when they devised this completely silent machine, more than half of the people fell asleep in the machine before the test was even halfway over. So that noise is actually helping because it's keeping you awake during the test. And by the way, if you want to stop the test in the middle because you have to cough or just because you need a rest, all you have to do is press down on the clicker button and hold it down and the test will stop automatically. The technician should tell you that, but if they don't, now you're the aficionado. You know how to do a field test and also how to stop it in the middle. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, your mom says take your drops.